Hi and welcome to The Practice Gap, the podcast for closing the gap between the practice you have and the one that you want. I'm Elizabeth, a chiropractor, a business owner, coach and entrepreneur on a mission to help you move from frustration and overwhelm to clarity, focus and joy in practice. Hi, Eilif Harloff and welcome back to the studio. Thank you very much. You have been, um, you were elected to be part of the Norwegian Chiropractic Association board. Is that so? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I think our future are in good hands now that Thank you are you. here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Going into this position, do you have like, what are your top three things you want to achieve? Yeah. That's interesting. I think one of the most important thing is that we need to keep keep doing what we're doing because I think there are politicians and and people that want to make us join with other professions, both academically or uh, in the in the health system in Norway. We have a government now which uh, are very don't like too much pr- private uh, health. In uh, they want everything to be uh, public, and so I think we really need to make sure that we keep on having the same rights as we've had. Mm-hmm. It's maybe a bit sort of pessimistic thought but I think at these times it's really really necessary to sort of keep a guard on what we have of course we need to expand and uh, have more but now at this time I think it's really important to to be sure that we have what we have and keep on having what we have of rights in Norway we have come a long way with chiropractic in Norway because we have a strong association and we've had a lot of people working hard for uh, for our professions we're probably one of the countries in the world that that have a lot of rights for chiropractic so uh, so I hope we can keep on having what we have and of course expand but we have to really to take care of what we have and how do you you were telling you were saying that a lot of uh, the politicians may want us to kind of just be part of one group hmm. how do be how do we um, stay distinct and separate and still be part of <laughs> part of it all yeah that's a hard question to ask but our profession have had strong leaders uh, all along and i think we need to be aware that people patients feel that we're doing something else than other people doing Uh, maybe that's a bit egoistic but at the same time i I think we hear that all along that like we talked about we touch people we uh, we see them we respect them we use time with them and a lot of of our health system don't don't do that particularly if you go to a hospital or uh, people try but the system sort of kills some of it with that they don't have time or they don't have the resources and uh, so I think we need to be sure that we have the the handcraft as we talked about earlier also to be sure that we we touch people with our hands and keep on doing that because like you uh, we've seen into physiotherapists now they they've stopped having massage as a part of their education which is I think is really bad because when you learn how to massage a person then you also learn how to touch the person yeah. and you feel the the joints you feel the ligaments the muscles do you know the reason why they've taken it out i'm not sure but i think maybe they scientifically cannot prove that massage helps like back pain or a bad shoulder or something like that i mean there is there are numerous studies that shows that touching people is uh, is uh, good for our health mm-hmm. in many many ways both physically and mentally so so if you see generally i think it's very important that people are being touched 
oxytocin and all of yeah. this as well. Uh, so I, th- I find it really, really strange. But physiotherapy is going in the direction where everything or a lot of it has to do with training and, uh, and being well uh, doing training, which is good. But some passive treatment also is very important for patients, I think. We have a huge role to play there. And waves are coming and waves are going. And I think I'm really sure that touching people uh, in some kind of way with, it, with our hands is going to stay for uh, many, many hundred years more. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to keep be aware of of keeping that in our profession as well that we don't sort of water out with with just doing exercise or just doing advice because because a lot of our patients come to us because we we touch them with our hands and treat them with our hands and uh, yeah and that's as you said on an earlier podcast it's like chiropractic by hands yeah even though science shows that you know exercise is important and sleep is important and diet and all of this this has a huge part for everybody in their life to be touched and also with the, with the lives that we are living more and more especially like you can work remote you can talk <laughs> with your friends on mm. the sms and playing or you can hang out with friends playing video games mm. so that touch in general and the closeness is kind of shifting in the society because I think more and more people are getting more and more lonely, uh, Mm. disconnected from other people and finding meaninglessness uh, in their lives. So probably touch should be, I mean, there should be much more touching. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. (laughs) I think that um, the adjustment is one thing, but also we, we know how to... There are some studies showing that you need to, to find out where the patient hurts and you need to touch that area so they know that you know where they have pain because then they, they really respect you and, and they feel that you understand their problem and things like that. So there are different mechanisms working when people have pain and I think one of, one of them is that you need to touch where they have pain. I have so many clients coming in like with a knee and they say, you know, I have an MRI and it shows this and this. And I said, have somebody examined your knee? No, but I have an MRI. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, okay, let's check the knee and you find, oh, is this a tender spot? Yeah, oh, is this a tender spot? Yeah, how, how can you find them? Yeah, well, I didn't look to the MRI. I just used my hands and uh, and then you start treating the knee and, and magic happens. Even though they do a lot of exercise, still, you, you probably need to do something with the knee physically as well. So keep a hold on what we already have. What, what are other wishes you have for the profession for the future? I think we need to get into new arenas. So maybe we need more politicians in chiropractic so so they can, because we see in Norway particularly that if you have politicians uh, in the right places, then you can get things done. I think we should be in hospitals. I think we should be in uh, Olympiatoppen. I think we should have uh, chiropractors all over the health system in Norway. I mean, we are a very cheap profession in that way that our treatment is is, uh, doing by our hands. There's no no medication. There's no uh, expensive surgery. And there's it's uh, it's a cheap option for keeping people healthy. And studies uh, also show that. So I think we should be in all arenas, basically. And uh, if we are in... uh, elderly homes and if we're in hospitals if we're in uh, sports clinics then uh, we need a lot of more chiropractors <laughs> yeah so we need more chiropractors definitely basically definitely. Yeah. what else for the future that was two things what else for the future in the future is so bright i, I have to wear shades isn't that what i say <laughs> i think that yeah <laughs> in that the was Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Let me think about that one. Any suggestions? Um, um, what <laughs> What's your to, um, uh, thought on that? <laughs> hey, hey don't, not, let's not switch the roles here. <laughs> I actually th- thought about one of the topics that actually all of the other people have had on this podcast, the chiropractors. They talk a lot about how important it is for the new people and the, the interns coming 
back to or like start the start of uh, their career how important it is to take care of the interns mm-hmm. and it, the place you end up it, it kind of really really shapes uh, how your vision of chiropractic in the future is mm. so that van uh, om uh, the um, Mm. What's that mm. <laughs> in English? The internship period. The or, internship, yeah. because that's uh, been a big part. Uh, I don't know what they, if they have it even in, in other countries. Uh, no, they around don't. The world. Mm. Yeah. To make just, to work on that, maybe make it even better. Mm. And also help the chiropractors who have interns to become better teacher and to help the chiropractors become even better, mm, mm. That, that they have a better start. I have been in the committee for like almost five years now for uh, the for the uh, interns or the um, the students coming back, and that's a very good point. A lot of them are struggling, and some of them are struggling because of the college didn't take care of them too much. Some of them are struggling because of their own beliefs and some are struggling because they're coming to a clinic which may be not taking too too much care of them. So I, I, I think in Norway we probably have one of the best system but still like it could be better and uh, a lot of countries don't have this system at all but I think it's very important and and it really starts with the colleges I think because when we see changes in the like we saw in, in COVID they didn't see many, many patients mm-hmm. they did get too much hands-on and when they come out of, of college they haven't had that experience that they should have so we had to change the whole regime that we need we needed more practice for them and i also think we need to to be a part of shaping the colleges of how they should be and mm. uh, if we one day get a get a chiropractic study in norway which we have been working really hard for and hopefully get one day then we need to be sure that that is shaped toward making good chiropractors mm. both uh, academically but also that they can use their hands and, uh, and do the craftship mm-hmm. that we want them to do and in a, in a science-based world like we are now i think it's definitely lacking more on the physical side uh, mm-hmm. of doing the, the chiropractic than uh, the the science and the literature because we have a lot of good mm-hmm. studies coming out being a good chiropractor is also using your hands like we talked about so uh, we, when we were students, we had Butler was touching in on that um, a couple of podcasts ago. We had outreach clinics, clinics mm. where you could go and treat people, and people came in and they paid, you know, like two dollars for a treatment. They paid something because mm. the free <laughs> free help doesn't work as well as paid yeah. help. But there's so many people in Norway still, even though we have great systems that are struggling. They are they are in pain. They're not getting help. They can't afford to pay out of um, topics. So maybe a good thing would be have to make an outreach clinic that the Tunises could go and spend a time, work for free, and maybe get some um, um, experienced doctors, help them maybe to yeah. to get more, uh, to help more people and to go better adjusters and also get the influence of other chiropractors in this super important time of their life. That's a great idea. We should start that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think the massage therapists have like a student Mm -hmm. clinic and I know the the lawyers have like free consultation and uh, maybe we should do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We start one here in Oslo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for students. Yeah. Because the students have less and less money and can have like a student clinic by students, for students. Yeah. Mm, And I mean, the students, they're not even students anymore because they're interns. But I think that would be something really wonderful and you do something for yeah. the community community and the country and the people can actually get help who yeah. can't afford it especially in yeah. these times now uh, mm. 
and the acne. And also for disabled people, you know, they yes. uh, we don't see any of them in a, in the clinic normally, yeah. and uh, because they don't get any support for uh, chiropractic. Yeah. And that's actually when I went to Edirena last year. That was one of the big things that the patient I treated uh, told me that like I would love to come and you know go regular to a chiropractor mm. but I can't afford it mm. because mm. it's like I can't walk I have to have to actually somebody bring me over there or I have to take a tax in there and pay for it and there's like no way I don't have money for it mm. Mm. and it's heartbreaking as a chiropractor and yeah, you like you you like you do this I mean, it takes like a couple of seconds to adjust this person's neck. And yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, yeah. I wish I could do this, you know, at least once a month. Yeah. And you know that they can't. Yeah. I mean, it would be lovely to have, you know, maybe in the, the bigger cities to have small clinics. And I'm sure people, uh, I know that so many doctors, chiropractors would probably volunteer the time and their minds to help this because it's such a good thing for the profession. Yeah, and that's one thing we we saw up there in Ridana that they don't get touched at all. You know, they yeah. they they do a lot of training, and uh, but when I remember one of these women I was treating, and I, I just hold my hands on her neck and her, her back, and she almost fell asleep. I think yeah. I mean some of these people just need to be treated with hands just to uh, to get that experience and uh, not just being put on a bike or uh, in a on a treadmill somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good. So that was the free. Uh, thank you for now <laughs> putting my thoughts on what you should do. That's, uh, that's, that was good. No, I mean, uh, chiropractic for the future is uh, is interesting. I mean, uh, when you look at politics in the uh, in the world with chiropractic, and uh, there's different directions in chiropractic, and uh, Norway has one direction, and uh, I'm sure there's different direction in other countries. But uh, we have a lot of rights in Norway. We've done a lot of good things, but at, but at the same time, we need to move on and uh, even make it bigger. But I, I, I hope that we can get into hospitals mm. and, and into different arenas with, mm. with chiropractic in Norway. That would definitely be the next step for uh, for chiropractic. Yeah. And then we need a lot of more interns to uh, take care of all of the patients we, we should treat mm. with chiropractic. How can we as a profession more on the association side create safe places for people to exchange ideas and have um, good constructive conflicts that we can grow as a profession from where there's where it's like ideas comes out usually have uh, it says it, conflicts create clarity it says and but we are yeah. in general i think all of us nobody likes conflicts <laughs> we like good, good dis- discussions but how can we uh, create safe environments where people can exchange ideas and voice their concerns and their thoughts without feeling just feeling safe hmm. close facebook <laughs> yeah close facebook. yeah that's actually a good idea actually that's good for your health <laughs> very good i think after facebook we things really took off regarding all of that because we saw that the discussions didn't they didn't get constructive at all at least some of them and mm-hmm. uh, it started a lot of conflict and you can comment right away and like in the old days when we were car practices and there were no Facebook, we had maybe two or three times a year where we met colleagues at the conferences and in the bar and we were talking and it took like three months before we could have the next conversations. Now you can have it like two minutes, two minutes later mm-hmm. on Facebook and the next two minutes and the next and the next. So I think definitely that we shouldn't use uh, social media for our for tense. I t- see that in all kind of different places as well that it, it doesn't turn out well Take, i think um, people need to engage themselves in the in the mm. community and in association 
and get involved because if you're not involved you cannot complain I think when uh, the first time I came to one of the Norwegian I think I was still a student mm. I, was, I was sitting in on the meeting and it was like it was so much fun to be a student because mm. people were like they were standing up they had like great discussion they were yelling at each other calling each other and I'm like you were like what's going on here and then they just people have turned around and they're in the bar and they're smiling and yeah. hug each other and like <laughs> weren't you just in a big fight yeah. no no we just voicing our opinions yeah. we are dis- having discussions and that was such a mind-blowing thing for me as a student to see this I'd never been to a meeting like that and I was just like this is so cool so then every time it's like I couldn't wait for the next meeting because yeah. there was so much and then you can hear people have been uh, you know they've been practicing for 25 and 30 years and they were just they were so sharp uh, and uh, they had such great conversation and we learned so much from it and it was just it was cases and then there was per- people mm. and you could have a different um, uh, completely different views and have f- super fun in the bar I, I I recall the same thing. But the trouble is Facebook don't have a bar where you sort no. of make up afterwards. <laughs> so close Facebook and have more live events. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I think people need to... I've been in a lot of boards in different kind of communities. And if you don't engage yourself, you cannot complain because yeah. a lot of people are putting in a lot of volunteer work. And if you just slag them off, then um, you're not going to get any people doing anything. So I think you need to, to put the time and effort in yourself. And if you have good ideas, bring them on and we'll sort out that they get uh, heard. And um, So what I hear you saying to all the young chiropractors <laughs> out there, get involved with the Definitely. association. Mm-hmm. Sitting and on I, your room and complaining is not going to change anything. Yeah. Anything. And I no. second that, no. been in the, um, working in the association for many year, years, and it was super, uh, you learn so much. And one of our great leaders um, who has passed away, he told me something uh, wonderful that I actually think about so often. And he said, like, well, the person <laughs> who does the work sits with the power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just do the work. <laughs> and uh, it's, you can do a, different, um, a difference, and it really matters. And you can go into association really with the burning will to do something, to create something. And as long as you have good reasons behind it, it's tons of possibilities. But you have to dare to stand up for yourself and to... part of it even the last some of the last years we've had some young car practice putting a lot of energy into mm-hmm. the association and, it, and it's it's super fun to see that they have a lot of energy and want to to do something and that they don't get too tired with working and have energy for just working politically mm-hmm. as well i think we should have more politicians as well that maybe car practice who are sort of don't like practice or cannot practice that they can go into the politics and uh, because politics is uh, i don't like too much politics but it's really important to get mm-hmm. things done and if we have people speaking our voice then uh, it's easier to get things done and uh, to how, how can we educate uh, how can we as a profession help educate um, people to uh, people to go into politics I don't know really I think some people are more sort of chosen into uh, to being politicians than others I'm like we have a lot of good scientists now in chiropractic we have people uh, doing PhDs and maybe some of them are also interested in politics mm-hmm. and I don't know but uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that some people like politics and you see them on social media and other writing articles and things like that so uh, I'm sure there are some people that are burning for that as well but I, I, I think it's sometimes politicians so it's yeah I don't know mm, yeah, yeah I don't know <laughs> 
if you are seeing the same the true north or the same goal it's really easy to work towards something because it's like when you have the focus what is the focus now of the uh, the one thing that we should be focusing on as a profession right now that the one thing that everyone can agree upon that just you know like let's get together and move towards this one thing that's an interesting question i think that we need to again like we talked on one of the podcasts you need to look at yourself first so i think we need to agree on that we don't agree on anything but we need to respect each other mm. so i think if we as a group respect each other and treat each other well and uh, we will find the right goal to go to but now i think it's been a time where we have been sort of uh, throwing bags at each other instead of going somewhere trying to go somewhere together so i think we just need to stop and uh, and focus and say we want we want to go together even though we're we're not uh, have the same ideas about everything but we need to respect each other more and we need to just stand together mm-hmm. because you see in other uh, countries where they have different chiropractic associations it never turns out to be any good it just goes Mm. in the wrong direction no matter what even if both of the associations are good even if they have good intentions everything it's just for the for the public it doesn't look good i think we need to stay on to have the same association as we've always had and uh, we need to be nice to each other and look forward and also i mean we've had a history of being different, uh, different. I mean, since uh, the chiropractic beginning, we have, we are we are different. We have different techniques. We have different philosophy. However, we always been kind of we have the same goal. <laughs> so we shouldn't be so afraid for our differences because we are so much the same and we are still so distinctly different from very many other practitioners. I'm thinking the same thing as you, just to respect each other more. Mm-hmm. So we can build each other up and then we can make great things happen yeah. and, or, and keep on doing that. Yeah, I think 99.9% of chiropractors is a chiropractor because they really want to help people mm-hmm. and uh, in some kind of way. That's a common thing we all have. And if we just grow on that, then we can grow on helping people all over Norway and, uh, and the world. And, and when um, we lift each other up, then we can uh, become uh, better together with our differences. I was, I was lucky one time I, we invited Sid Williams. to. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the president of Life College and probably the founder as well. And he was the one crazy chiropractor. And we invited him to ACC for a talk and was lucky enough to have dinner with him. And he's a charismatic, fantastic guy. And he said to me, uh, just the two of us, and he said, you know, we had his study in life college about chiropractic and back pain and it didn't show it didn't show too much about that we could help back pain so just be nice to your patients <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes i think about that you know you just be nice to your just patients be nice. just be a nice person at the same time with, with association just be nice to each other that, yeah. we, it goes a long way he's probably one of the most famous chiropractors in the world so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i can try i can picture that <laughs> So I think it's, uh, we have a really fun history. Or fun. It's super interesting and it's a cool history. And it would also be nice to see how we can incorporate that also so we don't forget. Because it's like kind of nice to know where we're from, where we are going forward. So that could also be, I don't know where the focus is uh, now for the interns. But that was really fun when we came back as students and we had the, the older chiropractor telling the stories. How chiropractic has been in Norway uh, and the whole amazing journey from uh, we had the first, probably the only chiropractor in Norway. We have in Flekkefjord, there's a chiropractic mm-hmm. museum from like, I think it's from, from the 20s or something. Wow. It's, I didn't know that. Oh, it's so cool. I've been 
there several times. It's amazing. So we have this really, really cool history. And it's kind of disappearing because I don't know if I, how many people who write down the wonderful stories from the elder chiropractor. So that's actually want, that's a wish for me to... Yeah. Could you do something with that, please? <laughs> I mean, they presented quite a lot on the in the yeah. uh, in the hundred year anniversary. So there is a guy or, or some guys who have been uh, doing working on this, but maybe more of the even more fun stories. I think there is a lot in the new office of the association. Uh, there's a library, so you can sit down there mm. and read everything. And I'm sure some some people have put down some of the history, but because history uh, creates also a nice identity that you're part of something definitely bigger mm. than yourself and mm. a part mm. of this amazing group of mm. people who've gone before you and mm. it it it, ha- it gives you this really good sense of yeah, proudness of your profession mm. that you're super mm. proud to like all these people gone before i've talked to this woman who's been practicing for so many years she's going to be our guest uh, on the, the in the spring <laughs> mm. and uh, just li- talking to her about the history how things were when she came back and it's just so interesting and it Mm. makes me super proud (laughs) of these amazing people who have gone before us Mm. so i just hope we don't lose people put to jail you know because of what they did (laughs) it's 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 crazy yeah and it's it's and it's amazing it's very cool so that's one wish for from me another wish from me to you yeah i'll look it up yeah (laughs) get into it get into it well Thank you, Aile Farlov. I am looking forward to have you on the uh, board of the association. Thank you very much. I'll do my best. Yes, I'm sure you will. And just put all this... Be nice to me. Yeah, I will be super nice. (laughs) I will buy buy a beer in the bar also. (laughs) And I know that you are a doer, doer, which we need. We need people who don't just talk, do. So that's really cool. And we need to have focus. That is a good thing you have too. Uh, And you have this heart that... uh, is you can it's been wonderful to be interviewed because you can feel you have a huge heart for Thank chiropractic you. and for your patients and for your our future and i think that's going to be great for our profession because we need to be nice to each other we need big <laughs> hearts and there's uh, all these amazing possibilities for us while using our hands and connect them to the mind and the heart Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. 